Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica, and thank you for joining me for another episode of In Due Time. Today's topic is really interesting. I mean, actually, I think all my topics are interesting, but today is it really resonates with me. Today, we're going to talk about getting to the root, as my daughter calls it. How do you get to the root of the matter? So recently, my daughter and I had a conversation regarding an Instagram post that she saw where someone shared that they didn't realize how many people didn't constantly practice a review of their life. This person shared on their Instagram post that at the end of each day, they would look back at what had happened during the day and kind of reflect on their lives. And it was surprising when my daughter and I were talking, she said she was surprised at the number of people who responded to the IG post and were saying, you know, hey, no, it's it's just not something that I do. No, I don't do it. So when my daughter and I were talking about it, she also shared with me that in the movie, I've forgotten the name of the movie, it's with Denzel Washington, where he's a, a pilot who is um, fired for flying the plane drunk and he gets time in prison. And when he's in there, his son visits him and his son says he's going to be doing an interview about um, his father, like an interesting person decided that he would do it on his father. And he asked him the question, who are you? And that's kind of like where the movie ends. So you're left with this question, who are you? Well, the whole issue about reflecting on your day, reflecting on your life, reflecting on who you are, doing that look back is really to be able to be very clear about that question. Who are you? It's funny when we think about it, that when someone asks the question, well, who are you? We first tell them what we do, like professionally. Oh, who are you? Oh, I'm a dancer. I'm a writer. I am a whatever. That's actually what you do, right? That is what you do. I'm a pilot. I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. I'm a gardener. I'm a whatever that thing is, but that's what you do. Who are you? How do you know who you are? When you make an observation about someone and you're saying, you know what, you're selfish or you're a really kind person or wow, you have such a big heart or even something as simple as you're so loud, you are actually describing some ways that they are. That's who they are. That's who the, that's who you are seeing of them. Now, this is not about making a judgment call. It's not in anybody's position to judge another person, but this is more about how do you get to know yourself? How do you understand who you are? Because there is a big difference between what you do and who you are. Just because you are a dancer doesn't mean that you are a compassionate caring, kind, good person. One is, this is what you do, you dance, but this is who you are. So let's not confuse what you do with who you are. Sometimes too, we tend to think that in order for us to reflect or the first place that we go to when we reflect are the painful memories. There are a lot 
lots of things that happen in our lives that shape who we are, and they're not all related to pain. Sometimes we tend to think that it's only in the valley that we grow, as they say, or it's only in those dark moments that we had our greatest growth. There are many happy, wonderful, amazing, life-changing moments that happen at the top of the mountain, that happen with a simple interaction, that happen in a joyful moment. Why is it that when we're asked to reflect on our lives, sometimes the first thing that comes to mind are the painful moments? Why aren't the happy ones the ones that come to life? So this is really about how do you answer that question? Who are you? You've got to get to the root, (laughs) you know, the basic, the very root of who you are. What caused you to be that way? For example, I'm bald. I love being bald. When people see me and they say, oh, you're bald. Uh, Yeah, and I love it. You're telling me something about who I am that you see like I didn't already know it. Now, let's say that I wasn't bald by choice. I may be upset about that, but is it because I'm bald or is it because of the thing that has caused me to be bald? So it comes back to who are you and how did you come to be this way? If someone notices something about us that we don't like about ourselves, we tend to be offended. If someone makes an observation about us that we don't agree with, do we stop and reflect on, hmm, I wonder why they think I'm that way? Or do we automatically go to, I'm going to defend it? Because hmm, I had a boss many years ago ago who told me this. I'll never forget Bernadette Jones. We worked at the Baltimore Urban League together back in the 90s. And she said to me, you know what? If one or two people tell you that you look like a horse, maybe not. But if 10, 11, 12 people that you tell you that you look like a horse, get a saddle. Cracked up. In other words, If someone is telling you this particular thing about you, it may or may not be the way that you're actually coming across. It may be the way that they perceive you, but is is that the way that you're really seen by everybody else? If a number of people who don't even know each other tell you the same thing, then stop. Because honestly, is it that, for example, when someone says you're loud, is it that you really are loud? And if you are loud, why is that? Is it because you like hearing yourself talk? Is it because you grew up in an environment where there was a lot of noise, things were always at a very high octave? Is it because everybody in your family is loud and that's the way you think is the optimum way to communicate? If someone says that you're selfish, well, okay, step back. What what are they seeing as selfish? What is it that you did that made them make that observation about you? Is it that you wanted to hold on to whatever it is that you have? It's like, look, each man for himself, I've got mine, you get yours, I'm not sharing mine with you. But did you ever stop to reflect on why you are that way? Is it because you always had to share growing up? Is it because you were in the service and everything has to be labeled, each man for himself? Is it, what is it that caused you to go to this space where you maintain a constant separation of that's yours, this is mine, and never the two shall meet? Because that's what then people may look at and go, you're so selfish. Is it selfish or is it self-preservation? What is it? Now, now Now we're getting into labels. At the end of the day, this is not about 
Well, why should I care what other people think of me? The most important thing is what I think of myself. Why should I care what other people want to label me or call me? It's more important what I call myself. So the question becomes, do you know who you are? What's the root of why you're there? You see a tree and you can distinguish between an oak tree, a pine tree, a evergreen tree, a weeping willow, name it. You make that distinction because there are things that make that tree specifically that tree. Same thing with who we are as human beings. When someone is making an observation, when you're doing your own reflection of how you've come to be the way that you are, that enables you to know yourself better than anybody else, which you should. So if someone is going to come to you and say something to you, you know what if they say, yeah, you're selfish, you go, yeah, you know, that is something I recognize about myself. And if you care to share it with them, you say, and let me tell you why I'm that way. Let me tell you what happened that caused me to dwell in this space. We're all looking, not all, but we all, well, no, we, some of us are looking for that person to share our life with. Doesn't matter. We're not talking about being married. It's just, I want to be able to share this experience of life with someone on an intimate level. In order to do that, you truly have to know yourself. If it's about, okay, I don't really need to have an intimate relationship with anybody, but I'm going to be giving, being of service. I'm going to be interacting with the community. I'm going to be interacting with others. You still have to know yourself. If you decide that you're going to be a hermit and you're not going to interact with anybody at all, guess what? You still have to know yourself because like they say, wherever you go, there you are. So it's really important that you understand why you do the things that you do, and you come to that understanding based on reflecting. The challenge may be, well, how do I go about this thing called reflecting? So here's a challenge of the week. One of the ways that you can do this is to keep a jar. This is something that my daughter and I had tried at different times, and we use the jar for different things. So if you have a jar, it's really, you could be a jam jar, a jelly jar, you can doggone it, buy a jar at Target, Kmart, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, any of those places, cost like $2. So it can be a jar that you've, you know, empty jar. So you take this jar, it can be a bucket, it can be a container, it can be a bowl. And each day throughout the day, you write on that piece of paper the thing that happened to you. It could be something like, I found the perfect parking space, or um, went into the bank and the line was short, or um, got a great deal on my favorite sandwich, or went to the drive-thru and the line moved quickly, um, got a compliment today, um, handled a, a, a fight really well. Whatever that thing is that happened to you throughout the day, the number of things, because things happen to all of us. Not everybody's life and everybody's day is filled with all peaks or highs or as they call it. And not everybody's day is filled with all lows. We all have both the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, the pits and the peaks. What you're doing with the jar is making a conscious list. You're consciously tracking what those highs and lows, peaks and valleys what they are. In this way, you're then able to take that list, take those items at the end of the day and look at them. And it helps you to remember 
what was happening. And this is also your time to reflect on how you felt about that thing. So that's one of the ways for you to start getting to know yourself and really to understand why you are the way you are. This is your challenge to get to the root. Get to the root of why you be the way you be. Why you are the way you are. So when somebody says something to you, they're not telling you something that you don't know. What you have is the why you are that way. What they're observing is the who you are. And ask yourself that question, who am I? And then follow it up with this, and why am I that way? That's when you're then able to identify maybe some some milestones. And listen, you would be surprised. A milestone can be something as simple as you had a conversation with a stranger and they said something to you that triggered you to go in a different direction. If you are in college and you're studying, you're on a particular in a particular major, and you have a conversation and someone says, you know, yeah, I wanted to go to law school and I thought political science was the way to go. And then a lawyer said to me, no, actually, lawyers have to do a lot of writing. You'd be better off as an English major. You go, wow, I never thought of that. You go back, you change your major, you major in law, you move on to law school and you realize that one conversation was a milestone, a pivotal moment in your life. It caused you to make a decision that then contributed to the who you are now. So the point I'm trying to make is that when you start to reflect and you think about who you are and how you got to be there, you think about the root of it all. It doesn't have to be major, monumental, huge things. When you drop a pebble in a pond, there are numerous ripples, numerous ripples. It doesn't matter the size of the ripple. What counts is that there is a ripple. So we're not looking for huge signs, huge actions. What we're looking for is that the action took place, an acknowledgement of that thing, whatever it is, and then the impact that it had. This is all about getting to the root of who you are. I would love to hear how you handle this challenge, what it meant to you, and what you're doing. So please do share with me on my email at podcast at gmail.com. Again, podcast at gmail.com. When I tell you that I really do want to hear from you, I am so not kidding. For those of you who have shared, thank you so much. Your comments and your feedback are priceless. Some of them are like truly funny. They're like, girl, you nailed it. And some of you are like, I know what the hell that was about. So please keep sharing. I love to hear your comments. I love to to read your comments and, and get information and hear from you. So thank you for joining me. It's been a blast. I am absolutely sure that we will talk again. And until we do, take care.